0: Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Welcome everybody to the podcast. I am uh, the Making Magic podcast at that. I'm really, really stoked about this conversation Uh, Because we're going to be talking about comedy, we're going to be talking about humor, we're going to be talking about alternative ways to market your stuff to the world. So with me today is Ryan Powell from the Harmon Brothers. He's a writer, video editor, he's a creative director, and he has a fondness for homemade Oreos. And uh, he has never, 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 never got it, everybody. He's never attempted the art of belly dancing.
1: And I need that to be very clear. (laughs) Well, I won't say why, but yeah, I I, I hope that's understood.
0: So Ryan's bio is way too uh, humble. So I'm just going to toot his horn for a second here because uh, we at Magic Media and Magic Kids, we just spent, I think since about February, working with you, Ryan, on 30 comedy commercials. We actually wrote about 50, but only 30 have been produced so far. Um, And we worked with you and your team at Harmon Brothers, and we produced 30 comedy ads for our Magic Kids app launch that we feel very, very proud of. And uh, working with you was an incredibly creative process. It was a great learning experience for my team and I, and it was just a lot of fun to get to to meet every week and write funny sketches. So uh, there's a lot I want to talk about, about the creative process. I also want to talk about the just the overall philosophy and perspective of using comedy as a vehicle to share your message as a way to market your products or your services out there and and how people can, who may not necessarily feel like they have a funny bone, how can they tap into that and and share their message in a positive and uplifting, humorous way. So those are the few things that I want to talk about. Uh, Is there anything you want to add to that, that you're excited to talk about today?
1: Oh, I mean, I feel like that's going to take us into some really fun territory. So, yeah, that sounds great to me.
0: And for those of you out there who have never heard of the Harmon Brothers, chances are you have heard of the Harmon Brothers. This is their website here. They have brought to you some of the funniest commercials you've probably ever seen from Squatty Potty to Pooh uh, poo You can see so many of their amazing videos on their YouTube channel. Uh, We're going to take a look at this video right here in just a moment. (laughs) And uh, yeah, if you're interested in making comedy commercials, then go check out HarmanBrothers.com. I know I did a 14-day script writing course that you offer uh, Harman University, which was a lot of fun. And that kind of set me on this journey of reaching out to you guys and be like, okay, let's do something magical together. and, And that is exactly what we did. Um, So I think to just kick things off, we're going to start the show by showing two different ads. One of them is one Ryan worked on, and the other one is one Ryan worked on with us and Magic Kids. So this will be a few minutes. If you're listening to the podcast version of this right now, then just listen for the scripting. Uh, That's one of the most important pieces of writing and producing comedy is the script, it's the messaging, and then everything else follows that. So Uh, If you're listening to this as a podcast, then just open your ears and listen, and then go check out the YouTube videos later (laughs) on, or watch the recording of this. So let's uh, begin, share my sound, enjoy this hilarious comedy commercial.
2: As the smoothest man alive, I cannot be contained in a bathroom. With the pitbull by skull shaver, the world can be your bathroom. You can shave while. You're on your way to the big meeting. Sales are up. Or while you paint a picture of your beautiful wife. It's perfect. Not you are. Or while you win an underground pit fight. Surprise. Get a smooth shave anywhere, anytime with Stone Shaver. Dang, a smooth. Skull shaver. The power of a smooth, clean shave in the palm of your hand. Skull shaver is water resistant, so help yourself to a smooth shave in the shower. Or, a dry one. Anywhere you want. <laughs> Careful. Slippery when smooth. Oh. Don't be rough. Be smooth with the Pitbull Skull Shaver. How does Skull Shaver stand up to traditional stupid shaving methods? With a barber you get a good shave, but it costs a lot of money and he won't shut up about his kids.
1: I'm just saying! I'm not ugly,
2: so how are they so ugly? Disposable razors only give you a few shaves, and they often leave you a patchy bloody mess. I help. Other electric shavers have lousy battery life, and also, they give you razor bumps. The Pitbull Skull Shaver has a battery life of 90 minutes. Its blades conform perfectly to your head to ensure no nits or cuts, and they give you up to 90 shaves. All this in a smoothly shaven head in just 90 seconds. Do that? It's the only acceptable time for a man to be done in 90 seconds. And the cleanup? <laughs> for the razor, it's nice and easy because it catches all the hair without getting everywhere, and it rinses just like that. And if you're not interested in being a sexy bald beast, Skullshaver offers a 30-day money-back guarantee with free shipping on returns. Darling? My love. I sneak away. Dang, you're smooth. Ladies, the Pitbull skull shaver is the perfect gift. It's perfect! Waste well, the perfection. The skull shaver has over 10,000 five-star reviews online. Didn't it irritate? The closest shave I've ever had. Super easy to clean. So get a Pitbull skull shaver today and be like me, a smooth operator who smooths things over while making a smoothie. Say smooth again. Smooth. Oh, I got goosebumps. More like smooth bumps. <clears throat> skull shaver, be suave, be smooth, be shaven.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, man, that's so fun! Okay, a to be is outside. Number two.
1: My, what a lovely day here on planet Earth, our very own planet with no alien species. What's on the docket today, fellow humans? You're absolutely right. What a perfect day to be outside on a phone. Zoikers, I sure wish I could do this longer, but I just remembered I need to go do a normal thing. Come in, mothership. What have you observed? Worse than we feared. The human children are prioritizing screen time over nature time.
0: Initiate Order Magic Kids. <laughs> magic Kids. Audio stories, music, and imagination meditations. And fun
1: activities, too! I'm a ninja! I'm a princess, whoopee! I'm an alien from a faraway galaxy here to rescue humans from their screen addictions. Hiya! You have a great imagination! Download the Magic Kids app today.
0: Man, (laughs) so that was a very fun day. We shot six alien invasion videos on that one and brought in the makeup artist, but Holy cow. That's skull shaver one, man. Like what a blast. It's just punchline after punchline after punchline, like for, that was like two and a half minutes long. Mm -hmm. How long would the original script of something like that be that you have to cut it way back?
1: Um, If I remember right, that script was probably around three and a half pages. Um, and we shot a bunch more, and we cut it out due to pacing. And there, there were a couple things where like this isn't extremely additive, and it's and it's kind of disrupting this really great fast paced um, pace that we've established. So we cut some stuff out, and there's even more stuff that I wanted to cut out, but um, sometimes like I, I don't have the final say in everything. Like you've got to respect the client. You know, yeah. and they've got the reasons for certain for for things for wanting certain things, and you've got to respect that. But, um, but yeah, like we we cut what we could out, and it it um, yeah, it really came together. Like we're really happy with it. It's one of the most. I'm I'm very proud of that project, and it was a wild ride. But uh, yeah, it it is one of the best end products we've we've come out with. It it was on, it played during the Super Bowl earlier this year in a few different regions. It D- didn't go nationally, but um, it played in, um, I think, five different markets, like uh, in Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Chicago, and uh, one other one that's escaping me at the moment. But um, yeah, it, it, um, it was very well received, extremely successful. Um, yeah, had a blast. And what,
0: any idea on like the sort of impact and return that a commercial like that can have for a company and supporting them to grow their business?
1: Yeah. So we don't have, uh, we don't, we don't always have access to to all of the data. Um, yeah. A lot of the clients play that pretty close to the chest, which we understand. Um, we try to get um, as much information as we can because it helps us know what we did well and maybe what we didn't do so well um, and just try to learn and grow from it and hopefully apply that knowledge <clears throat> to like future campaigns with same clients. Cause we want to keep, you know, we, we get a client, we want to keep them and we want to keep making great stuff for them and help them yeah. grow w- with these guys. Um, th- there, there are some numbers somewhere that we have. Um, I think in our, we've got some, we've got some behind the scenes videos or something on YouTube that you can find that, that talk a little bit more about the success of it. But I know that it opened a lot of doors for them. It increased their sales phenomenally exponentially and uh it uh the uh, there's a it had a, cumul- a cumulative like 300 plus million views uh across different platforms so like if you go to that link on youtube i think that one has around 22 million views at this time but we had different variations of it on facebook youtube all the different platforms and i think at one point last year like three months after it launched um it had over 300 million views like people and if wow. you go and, and what's just as important if not more important is like the quality of those views and how people are receiving it and if you go on that link in particular on youtube you go through the comments and um uh they're overwhelming overwhelmingly positive people are just like what, they say stuff like this over and over like wow i can't believe i watched that whole commercial wow like I have a full head of hair and that makes me want to go bald. Like that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna go shave the mohawk off. <laughs> well, and it's so flattering. I just I love to hear that. That's exactly what we were going for. Um, so and and I know it opened doors. Um I, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. Yeah. Um so it, it yeah, opened doors like in the movie industry and stuff for them. Um, so yeah, it's uh it's really exciting. So that's really neat. I wish I had more numbers, but... Uh, that, that's okay. That's I know okay. it did well.
0: <laughs> They're locked and, up in a vault in some top secret location, but yeah. we will find oh. that location one day.
1: And it did well enough for them to want to... Uh, they they edited uh, the 30-second version out of it and they played it during the Super Bowl in, in those regions that I mentioned. And so,
0: wow. so,
1: yeah, it did really well.
0: That's so fun. And,
1: and we got a lot of awards for it, actually.
0: Good. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Well-deserved. So
1: thank you. Yeah, it felt really good.
0: And what does the, where does the creative process begin? So a company comes to you, like, here's our product. This is what it does. This is the benefits. This is who we serve. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from there where you like go expansive and big to like start bringing it down
1: to yeah, like so that I'd,
0: character that you guys design there?
1: Yeah. So it depends on where the company's at, right? Like if they're a big company, if they're a, if they're a smaller company. Um, what their budget's at, like how much creative they've actually done. So a lot of times we'll do a creative audit on people. So it's like, okay, what sort of um, creative assets do you already have? What sort of videos have you already made? Um, What success have you seen there? Um, You know, we, we find out all, all sorts of information like that. And um, we see, we, we make recommendations based on that and where there's where they're at as a company, um, where we think they should start, and a lot of times that is uh, on a smaller scale, so yep. that we can test different messaging out. Yeah, um, and which is but, what
0: we did with you guys. You know, we came right. to you and we're like, we're just starting out. The app isn't even live. This is what right. we've come with, and and instead of doing one of those like two to three minute long videos, the advice was let's do a whole bunch of shorts, just like. Mm-hmm under 60 seconds let's do a whole bunch and get the messaging right figure out what comedy is resonating with the audience so
1: absolutely yeah and then we because because that that will inform how you want to proceed once you get to the point where you want to spend more money get which will give you a bigger reach um which will kind of brand you um in a more distinct way um so like skull shaver for example they had a pretty good idea of who they were and who they wanted to reach when they came to us. And so right off the bat, we did that bigger campaign. And so where we started with them was um, they uh, we have this form, this document that we call a brain dump, and it's full of questions, just asking about them, asking about the product that we're focusing on. Um, And it, it gets into the nitty gritty. They go fill it out and this helps us understand it to the best we can and that will inform how we write um, for it. And then what we'll do, um, and this is one of the most fun parts, is we'll get we'll get a bunch of writers and we'll say, okay, the this is the brain dump for this product. Um I need you to go, and there's different ways about that we go about it. It just depends on the creative director that's over the project. But we basically we have the writers go and they write their own scripts for it. And then they present those scripts at a writing retreat which is super fun we have the client come out we we um get like a big cabin over in uh like park city or in sundance or something like that um and then we have uh, this like two-day retreat and the writers will pitch their different scripts and we'll talk about them amongst ourselves and with the client and say hey like which one um which which direction do you like the best we'll pick a script and then we'll take that script and we'll say, OK, now how do we need to refine this script uh, even further and even maybe take some some aspects of the other scripts and infuse them into this script if, if they fit um, because because always guaranteed. When like we have the most amazing writers. And when you go out there to these writing retreats and they're pitching these scripts, you're just going to, your mind's just going to be blown. The clients are always so excited when they're hearing this stuff. It's like, they're seeing their brand, their company, their product come to life in a new way. That's so imaginative, so creative. And so, and not only that, but, but it's going to be, it's, it's, it's selling the product really effectively. Um, And so, so um so yeah, they'll we'll, we'll figure out how to how to proceed after figuring out what the backbone is going to be, which script is going to be the backbone, and we spent a couple days refining it with them and uh it's just a blast and and after that um we uh will we'll take it to production, we'll go shoot it, then we'll edit it and then you got yourself a campaign. That's the, the that's that's it in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I'll dig into a few different layers there. Um I was amazed at the experience that that we had of you know our scripts would typically we would go through the ideation phase uh we all kind of pick scripts that we felt most drawn to we'd write a first draft and then we would bring those to our writing sessions with you and those scripts would sometimes be three four five minutes long we had to get them down to 60 seconds and that process of whittling away by the time we went through our 30 commercials Uh, And we watched them together as a team, one by one. We couldn't even remember who wrote what. Like there was no longer (laughs) this, like, that was mine, my idea. It was just like, it became everybody's baby that we all ushered along to try and create the best possible script and uh, and vision for it that we possibly could, which was really, really exciting to do as as a team. It was an amazing teamwork building process.
1: And that's a really healthy, um, I think environment that you've cultivated like you've got you you've hired the right people who are not egomaniacs and they're not necessarily precious about their ideas so if you're saying oh we can't do that you know they're not gonna freak out and everybody's very supportive of one another and you guys are truly a team so that's a really really good sign
0: i'm so grateful i'm so grateful i couldn't work <laughs> with egomaniacs they'd be fired so fast
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah and the uh From the time of like working with a client, like a project like that, going through the script writing, taking it to production, mapping it out. What was the time span for that video?
1: Uh, That's a great question. So I believe we, uh, I believe we like kicked off with them in December, 2021. And then we had, no, maybe it was January Okay, I think it was January. It's a little tricky for me because I came in, they there was a different creative director over the project and then they had to leave. Yeah. And I took over. And I believe it's sort of kicked off in January. And then we delivered everything in May. Cool. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Wow,
0: that's I mean, that's super impressive.
1: Because we shot in March for a few days at the very be- very beginning of March. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's right. Yeah.
0: And was that did you guys build a set for most of it or did you use green screen for a lot of it?
1: Um zero green screen. Um we did Well, I won't say zero green screen. There's a couple product shots where we have an OLED TV with a background behind it. Yeah. Um that we you know uploaded um but other than that but generally no green screens wow. we shot in a mansion we shot in a large studio where we built several of the sets yeah um where I'm spacing that's on it so cool. we shot we oh a barbershop shot in a yeah. barbershop which is super fun i love i love the aesthetic of so many barbershops and yeah. and uh, that's down in Provo Utah that one and uh it, it, there was there were a handful that just had so much character and it was tough to pick yeah, but that one was, that one ended up winning out. So super fun. I loved it.
0: And the actor you guys got was just like, I oh, couldn't have found man. a better guy.
1: Oh man, I, I cannot even begin to tell you how fortunate we are finding him. That so his name is Ryan Marsico, and he is one of the most talented human beings I have ever met. And uh, he, <laughs> we, uh, we were going through uh, the audition process, uh, nationwide casting call and um we we found a few people that were like okay maybe they could work maybe they could work and then this dude was referred to us by one of the writers he wasn't even on our radar and he self-taped he did a self-recording um because he hadn't seen like his agent or anybody tell him about this and he sent he sent uh us a recording through his friend through our mutual friend and we saw it and we're like Whoa, <laughs> uh, and he did like this whole elaborate thing to show how coordinated he was and how smooth he could pull everything off while delivering jokes and you know, sales copy and everything. And it, we're just like, I don't think we're gonna beat that. Let's try. And then no one came even close to that when we as we kept looking, wow. and it was, he's our guy, like wow. No doubt. And when we worked with him, he's the sweetest, uh, he's the sweetest, most professional guy I've I've ever worked with I, I just love him so much so and he's hilarious on top of all that
0: and did he already have this shaved head and the mustache
1: yeah that's that's his look wow good look I saw him a couple <laughs> months ago I he came out here and performed um this improv uh routine and he had the same look and he's he's over actually there's the strike but he was um working at Universal Studios doing a, a regular performance there oh, cool. um, yeah so super fun
0: Now, let's dig into the thing that I know everybody is going to be wondering, thinking about. This is the the nagging thing in the back of everybody's head. This like, listen, it's like, yeah, comedy sounds really fun. I get it. This could help spread the word. I could really reach a lot of new people because it'd be interesting and fun and creative. But people don't want to, we live in a sensitive world right now and people don't want to offend people. How do you deal with that? Like deep-seated fear of like oh i don't want to offend my audience and all that sort of stuff because i'm sure you hear this a lot from people that come to you interested to work with Harmon brothers
1: yeah so um there's there's a lot of validity to that and to being uh you definitely uh, uh, the, for, first i'll start off by saying you definitely want to be as aware as you can be and then make your decisions very intentionally but i think that um you're you're but there's no way around making everybody happy and, and standing out. Right. And that's not to say like, let's try to be offensive. Let's try to be vulgar. Let's try to, let's try to shock. It's like, no, no, but just try to try to come up with something that, that fits your brand that fits your, like try to figure out who your audience is if you don't already know it. Um, And and, um, you know, play to them and and be, be true to who your brand is. Um, And and just know that someone's always going to be upset. Someone's always going to be upset. Um, And that's okay. And in fact, sometimes it's really good because then it can stir up more conversation, you know, whether it be, you know, online um, primarily. Um, But yeah, we've we've seen a lot of people, we've seen like, like we'll go through our comments on our videos from time to time. And then there'll be like, great comment, like positive, 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 really negative positive 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 and it's like and and a lot of times those negative comments are gonna just feel like they're coming out of left field or like or just, it's like why are you upset about that thing I don't know so like there there's people are always there's always going to be somebody that's 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 offended or or mad about what you've done and I and we see clients a lot of times sort of uh not not everybody but sometimes we'll see clients say like they're they're trying to avoid that at all costs. Like yeah. They don't want to upset anybody. And when we when we've done that, um, we, it, it's it's felt like it's hurt. It's hindered the comedy. It's hindered the quality of the product. It's made it less memorable. Yeah. Uh, and when we and when we've said, hey, let's just do what's right for this product, what's right for your brand, we feel like it's really helped. For example, the other um one of my other favorite campaigns I've been able to work on is for Keto Chow. And w- we've done several campaigns for them. And the last one had a uh, Little Red Riding Hood as the spokesperson. But at the beginning, um, she's not so little because she uh walks around with a bag of car, like a, a, a picnic basket full of carbs. Yeah. And um, you know. Keto, like keto and keto products are often like people seek them out for weight loss. Yeah. And when we presented that script, there was a lot of, not everybody. And to the client's credit, they went forward with it and it saw great success. So I'm not, I'm not dogging on them at all. Yeah. There were people that heard it that not, that are not even from that company and they were like, saying, Ooh, I don't know if you should do that. I don't know if you should do that. You know, even even internal people I'll say. Um, and we we're like, we get it, but you know what? What What is this product for? Of course it's not just for weight loss, but that's a big part of it. Yeah. And, and you know, and so, and we don't, yeah. And so we went forward with it, massive success. Sure, there's probably people mad about it. I don't remember who was. I don't remember any comments saying that they were mad about it because, because that wasn't the focus. The focus was like, let's try to, we're trying to get people healthy. We weren't making fun of overweight people. No, we're, we're trying to provide people an alternative or, or a method to get healthy and, 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 you know, have a better life.
0: It was a great commercial too. I did see that one. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting. I mean, it seems so many people are, this goes to people that are trying to be an, influence or share their message or teach online, uh, people are so afraid to just stand grounded in their beliefs. And mm. if we stand grounded in our beliefs in a way that is authentic and genuine to us, or in this case genuine to the the brand's personality that you're trying to portray and bring out into the world, Uh, It really does help people to identify as your people or not your people. And if they're not your people, they probably were never going to be your people. But by the brand or you just standing grounded, rooted in in what you believe is true or what you believe is right, that's going to help that sorting hat really identify those people who will become your raving fans because there's such resonance and connection and, and values alignment there.
1: That's exactly right. It helps you find your, your, your true audience, your true, yeah. your tribe and stuff. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I, I appreciate you talking about the, the offensive thing. And I, I think, you know, you guys could do a whole masterclass on like how to do that because you do it in a way. And, and I know with magic kids, we, we probably have five or six uh, of our comedy ads that are definitely on like the the edgy side of humor relating to kids and families and screen addictions and that sort of thing. But what we've tried to do and I see what Harmon brothers does so well is like, it's edgy, but it maintains its innocence. So it's not jarring. It's not shocking. It doesn't feel like it's cutting me wide open and making me bleed. It's just like, Oh wow. You went there. And you're telling the truth. I mean, any great stand-up comedy comedian is like, they just tell the truth, but they do it in a way that, that doesn't, it it just helps to lighten the load of truth. And the way that you've done your sketches is it's like that. I mean, like your squatty potty commercial with the unicorn that poops out rainbows. It's like, you're talking about a poop stool that helps you to clear out your colon better. And you could have done it in such a disgusting way. And yet you did it with like rainbow swirling ice cream poops with this hilarious talking unicorn. And it was just like, it was so tastefully done that
1: it's just tastefully, wonderfully (laughs)
0: done. (laughs) It's just, you know, that, that is the, the beautiful thing about like, the way that you present comedy at Harmon brothers, that is different than most advertising people are used to. And when people, we know we're being marketed to, and the, the thing that Harmon brothers does well, and that we're trying to model with magic kids is like, yes, we're marketing to you, but we're also entertaining you. And you want to watch our marketing videos, you know, because there's a story inside of it and it's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you smile. And, and one of the, the things that I think is like, if, if you make somebody laugh until they cry, then they're going to be way more likely to pull out their wallet and buy.
1: Oh, yeah. Like if like comedy helps people like you. Yeah. You know, like you even see that in characters in TV and movie. It's like if they're funny, there's a good chance people are going to like them more, even if they're, you know, even if their morals aren't great necessarily. And, you know, like comedy has a, a profound effect on on how we perceive people. Absolutely. So
0: let's just pretend somebody's like leaning into this conversation and they're now like, okay, okay. You, you've got me interested. I want to make a short under 60 second comedy video. If you were to like give them some advice on how to get started in that creative process, what would your, what thoughts would you have for them to take away from this to, to start applying so that they, they could make some traction and actually, make something that they feel excited to, to make?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, that's a great question. That's a tough question. What I would say to them, well, first of all, whatever they're, whatever they're wanting it to be about, like know what it's about first. Um, Like the comedy comes as as important as it is, it comes secondarily or secondary. Um, So know whatever you're talking, know what your your video your your script is going to be about and really understand it and then from there when you're writing comedy to punch it up to make it more um to make it more memorable make sure that the jokes are surprising but try to make jokes that are surprising but fitting and what i mean by that is like make sure that they're relating to what you're talking about and that they're not like you know out of left field like really random I would strongly suggest not going for random too much. If, if you can help it, just make sure that they, they relate really well.
0: And um, one of the things that I enjoyed with, with the magic kids process was just coming up with like relatable everyday problems that our audience would have. Like, what are they facing? What are the challenges? What are the pain points? And then how could we, Exaggerate those in a humorous way. And and some of those were great. Like some of them was like just around that alien one. Uh, we didn't know we were going to do alien sketches, and then all of a sudden we we started brainstorming ideas around like how do we deal with the screen addictions. And oh man, we had a conversation. I think it was like, Imagine aliens came down to planet Earth and we started they started paying attention to what humans are doing and they're watching me like these are the most Boring creatures ever. They're just sitting there staring at these flat little devices in their hand all the time And so then we wrote a whole series around the aliens. Uh, we also came up with uh, some of the more edgy ones. We came up with this uh, Villain evil villain Clue Schnob and so it's like oh he's trying to steal children's imaginations from them and so we wrote a whole series of Klu Schnob videos uh the, another series was like all the boring parents that have no imaginations they've forgotten how to play so we created a series around like play university where the kid is the teacher reminding parents how to how to play again like the, it's just it's such a f- a fun creative process to like just we know what our customers struggle with we know what they're looking for what their problems are and, and how do we exaggerate that truth and create spoofy characters out of them that and and scenarios that can be relatable to the audience
1: yeah yeah exactly and there's yeah and there's so many like the more and more here here's another thing i would say that you reminded me of um being able to work with the team yeah uh, as we're you know that was probably one of the keys to coming up with so many um different so many varied um concepts And uh, something that I like to do is I'm fortunate enough to have found, um, several people with whom I can, um, really easily work with in, and, um, like with them, I'm working in a safe space to throw out ideas, good and bad and, um, not to be, and I won't be, I know I won't be judged by them and, and they'll be able to, I'll be able to throw them something. They'll be able to throw it back and we'll be able to um, generate stuff that's better than what we would have come up with on our own. Yeah. So I, I try not to work in a vacuum too often. Um, because I think a lot of my creativity comes, um, is, a, is, uh, a, is, 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 is pulled out when I'm working with the right people. And so, yeah, back to like working with you guys, like, um, you know, it was a safe space. Everybody's just like joking around with each other in a positive way that has to do with, you know, trying to come up with something that's going to be effective and memorable um, as far as, as uh, marketing magic kids.
0: Yeah. And some of the scripts weren't that great in the first draft. They were like, oh, there's some pieces in here. There's like some threads of brilliance and we're just going to have to keep scrubbing it and and talking around it. Like some of them we talked around a whole bunch and then finally mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there it is. And some of them You know, it's like, oh, there's actually three different scripts in this one. And we had to go away and like flesh out three different different videos for them.
1: Yeah. 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 We would surprise ourselves a lot. Right. Like we'd be working on one and be like, oh, you could do it this way. And it's like, oh, I think that's a totally new script.
0: (laughs) And there's other things that people can think about is like, what era is your video being? Is it taking place in? Like, who are the characters? What year is it? Uh, What are their interests? What is the, you know, the genre? What are the, what costumes could you imagine? Others that I know you guys have done is like spoofing off um, different fairy tales, like the Little Red Riding one is, is there's so many different stories that people recognize that we can draw from and, and it'll create this like instant interest in it. I know that's, that's why our beyond the wall story has been a yeah. bestseller with magic kids is it's an untold story. It's a backstory of something that everybody's so familiar with. So they want to lean in and back. Like, oh yeah. What is the backstory of Humpty Dumpty? Who is this egg?
1: Yeah. And that's a really fun story. I, I, I listened to that one and I really liked it.
0: Thank you very much. One day we will make a movie about it. That would be amazing. That will be great. You're hired <laughs> for the writing team. Congratulations.
1: It's that start, easy.
0: Yeah. You start at 2 PM today. <laughs> oh my gosh it's two 16, you're late i'm behind <laughs> <laughs> where's the script <laughs> um ryan this is uh this is such a a delight to connect in this way and just talk comedy for people are there any final thoughts you'd want to leave people with if they're on the fence about do i make a comedy video or do i not make a comedy video
1: like in the context of, uh, like for their brand for their product. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for like, there are some cases where it's not fitting, right? So like, you know, we've we've done stuff with, with, um, that's. I don't want to get political, but we have a a video we did years ago that's for, um, a company called uh, Save the Storks, and it's providing people with. Um, it's providing pregnant women with resources. Um, and, um, that one, you couldn't really do it comedically. Right. Right. It's a very tender topic, very sensitive. Um, but if you have something that's, you know, that's not, not a sensitive topic like that, necessarily. Um, I think by all means, you should lean into comedy more. Um, it's going to make it it's gonna make you a lot more memorable. You're going to um, people are people are gonna like you more. There's something about funny people that makes you kind of trust them a little more. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you just have more fun doing it. Honestly.
0: Yeah. And like. S- yeah. Thank you. And and I was just gonna add, like, for people out there, you can bring your audience into the creative process and let them know that you're you're playing around you're trying this this new angle you know like a lot of the people i know listen to this they they're teaching coaching building courses online communities memberships etc like you have an audience you're an active content creator you can let folks know you got inspired you're writing this commercial and if people like it you'll do more and just like let your audience tell you what they think and and invite them into the creative process a little more that We don't have to be, you know, the Harmon brothers, you guys do this as you're living. It's expected your comedy commercials are going to be awesome. But for everybody else out there, uh, there's such a beautiful learning curve. And I know for me, uh, I never thought that marketing would be one of my favorite parts of being an entrepreneur. But when we're writing and producing comedy, it's definitely in my top two or three things that I want to be doing on Mm. a day to day basis is writing and producing comedy with with my crew. It's so much fun.
1: For sure. And there's one other thing I I, I will add. Um, as far as the benefits of comedy, comedy makes things more digestible. Yeah. You know, so you're, yeah, it, not only is it going to be more memorable, hopefully, um, but it's going to be, uh, people are going to understand it more.
0: I just remembered a quote I saw yesterday, which I'm totally going to get wrong, but I'm going to give <laughs> you the estimation of what I read. And it was something along the lines of, it takes... Uh, doing something 3 to 400 times before you've you've like you've fully learned how to do that skill but if you're doing it through play it's 10 to 20 times wow and which is insane when you think about that like you think about how much time is wasted at school sitting in those desks and memorizing things and how much more effective and fun it would be if schools integrated more play into how they teach mm-hmm. the same goes, thing goes with remembering is is if people are laughing and enjoying themselves while they're watching your commercial chances are they're going to remember your brand a lot more when they're looking for a product like yours
1: yeah people quote comedy movies a lot more than they quote any other type of movie right
0: true story (laughs) uh ryan thank you so much where where should people go check out you got any links you want to share are you on any of The socials? Do you have a website, or do you want to send people to Harmon Brothers? Where can they go?
1: Uh, I myself am fairly private. Um, You can look me up on LinkedIn. I don't even know what my handle is. I need to get more more active on there. Um, But uh, let me see if I. (laughs) The
0: looking for his handle. I would (laughs) highly encourage y'all go check out the Harmon Brothers. Uh, They do have a great podcast called Poop to Gold. Um, or no, is it still poop to gold or did you guys change the name of the
1: podcast? Um, it's actually changed, man. I'm on that podcast. You think I know what it's called, uh, raising unicorns. raising I got unicorns. It. That's it. It.
0: it used to be poop to gold. It's now raising unicorns. Go yeah. check it out. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of amazing tips and information and ideas around doing exactly what we've been talking about today.
1: Yeah. Uh, And if you want to find me on LinkedIn, just look for Ryan Pell who works at Harmer Brothers and I'll be there.
0: Amazing. Ryan, thank you so much for all the support you've given us at Magic Kids. I can't wait for those ads to be rolling out for people to check them out. Make sure you're following all of you that want to see our comedy campaign. Follow Magic Kids on Insta, Facebook, TikTok or YouTube Shorts and you'll be able to see them when they start rolling out. And if any of you want to be supported through the creative process to write and produce your very first comedy ad, go to magicmedia.com comedy. I'm leading a five-week training on writing and producing a comedy ad. There'll be lots of writing support and ideation support inside the community space and on the live sessions, and it's going to be a lot of fun. This will be the most fun you've had marketing in a very, 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 very long time, if ever. So look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com. That's M-A-J-I-K media.com and explore what our creators club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.